0: If you enjoyed podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Health Care for Humans, hosted by Dr. Sundar, expands our understanding of the history and culture of different communities and how to provide culturally responsive care. There's an episode you should check out where guest Dr. Duran details the systemic barriers faced by individuals with DACA status and highlights the importance of addressing these barriers. Check out Healthcare for Humans on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.
1: I'm Dr. Tara, and this is Hopeful Hints, a podcast where you'll receive quick, hopeful hints on all things women's health and infertility. Here you will find education, inspiration, and most importantly, find peace and empowerment as you walk through the next steps in your healthcare journey. Hello, and thank you for listening to Hopeful Hands and watching on YouTube. I'm Dr. Tara, your host for this week's episode. So we're going to continue our conversation this week on PMDD. And we're going to take a look at what is going on in the brain and why treatments have to be so different or why this disease looks different than PMS, as we learned last week. So let's do a little, little rundown. So PMS versus PMDD. So Premenstrual dysphoric disorder is PMDD, and your premenstrual syndrome is PMS. And there's a difference that I just don't think a lot of women and maybe some healthcare providers know or could recognize it. And that is what I'm hoping we can do is continue to raise awareness on PMDD and PMS. But I see far too often in my practice, PMDD go undiagnosed, not treated appropriately. Women really struggling, families, couples really struggling. So, Let's continue this conversation. The PMDD part that we need to look at this week is our brain chemistry and what the hormones are doing, specifically progesterone. This is very much so progesterone dynamics that are kind of going on. And it's sometimes just masked with prescription medications. Now, we need those. It Only you and your healthcare provider can make that decision on what's best for you. But we need to address the progesterone piece of this as well. And that's what we're going to do today. So with PMDD, women do not necessarily make more progesterone. It's a particular aspect of that progesterone that the GABA receptors cannot shuffle. It's five subunits that that is trying to shuffle around in there properly to adjust for the changing levels of neurosteroids that are going on. And in PMDD, subunits can't handle it. It's a lot going on. It doesn't know what to do. And so one, what happens? We have a decreased inhibitory effect of GABA. We've probably all heard of that, but that's a neuro aspect of our brain too that's going on. And women have greater perceived stress in the luteal phase. And then what happens is we have increased anxiety, subtle response, and poor stress responses in the brain kind of going on. So it's, it's a disorder of suboptimal sensitivity to neuroactivity steroid hormones. And that's quoted from a study. So it's big words kind of going on. But there's other associated reasons for PNDD and the focus of hormones. So we got to look at sleep hygiene. There's things we, we have to do everything possible during this time. Once we kind of get some regulation going on with prescription Supplements, progesterone, or otherwise, there's other things we need to work on to work on the brain aspect of what's going on. Breathing exercises, vagus nerve stimulation, meditation, counseling, physical medicine, massage, chiropractor, acupuncture. All of those things can be brought in too. And then, of course, there is supplements that fully you and your provider can work on together that need to be worked on. There's prescription medications to bring you to help control the brain part of what's going on. And then again, I want to always talk about the, pro- the appropriate part of progesterone. So it's got to be oral or sublingual. The creams, and even I'm finding oral to not be the best, sublingual is what I'm switching to in my practice, just works better. For some, you need it consistently. The brain needs it consistently for well, month long, especially in that luteal phase. And you might even need to carry it on over into when that period starts as well. The brain just needs. It just needs it. So let's look at it this way. Number one, it's a dance of hormones going on. There's dancing of hormones kind of going on inside your brain. And every menstrual cycle just has this happening naturally going on. There's a shift going on. Estrogen and progesterone are doing things. And in women with PMDD, it's just doing things differently on the progesterone side of it, per se. These fluctuations are preparing our body for potential pregnancy or menstruation to come. Then you have number two, the PMDD puzzle going on. It's not necessarily the amount of hormone that's causing the PMD, but rather how the body and the brain is responding to them inside. So those PMDD appear to have heightened, it's a heightened sensitivity response. These hormones just going on, particularly in that luteal phase, you're going to hear me say it over and over again. That's post-ovulation, post-ovulation of the menstrual cycle and then progesterone We've got to look at this differently. So we're discussing PNDD. We have to look at progesterone all the time. It's a hormone, again, to break down why and what progesterone does. It's a hormone that prepares the uterus for potential pregnancy. And it's essential to to know the different types that are being going on. So we can look at treatment again. You you can do prescription, supplementation, both lifestyle. But we have to do a full-body approach of this. That's because the blood-brain barrier is very selective, and it can prevent many substances from entering. And when we have women with PMDD, it's, it's different. There's a different process going on to break this down into to layman terms than someone without PMDD, and we have to treat that appropriately. So let's look at the brain's role. So neurotransmitters, a big word, but let's just look at what the brain has going on. So the response in the brain that's going on to hormone shifts. And its neurotransmitters are sending chemical messages and it's in, it's influenced by other things, not just progesterone, but serotonin and GABA are two other ones we should look at. So serotonin's a feel-good neurotransmitter and serotonin also plays a role in mode regulation. And when hormone fluctuations are occurring, especially in our friend, yes, progesterone, and its metabolites or its breakdown, this can very much so impact the, the serotonin levels. And then we have a big disruption in mood going on. And that is very common in PMDD. Let's talk about number two, GABA. So what is GABA? GABA is a neurotransmitter again. And what it does is it slows down the brain activity. And there is parts of this going on that lead to mood and behavior changes also during this stage. So there is supplementation for that. We just can't forget about that as well. We need more research on this disease. And we've got to be talking about it more, too. It is a web of hormones and neurological factors. It's not just hormones. We got to know what the neural part of it as well. And we have to really have a tailored, individualized plan for you and really see where you're at. What needs to be adjusted? What dials need to be adjusted that month, that week? and really work closely for a while with the provider. It might be weekly. It might be every two weeks for a while until we can get you comfortable and feeling better and the appropriate treatment for you to move forward. There's help for you. There's providers who care and really understand this. And you're not alone. As always, you can drop us a message if you're suffering and need some assistance with this. We're here for you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode.
0: If you enjoy podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Health Care for Humans, hosted by Dr. Sundar, expands our understanding of the history and culture of different communities and how to provide culturally responsive care. There's an episode you should check out where guest Dr. Duran details the systemic barriers faced by individuals with DACA status and highlights the importance of addressing these barriers. Check out Healthcare for Humans on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.